the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Cheesy star in the sidewalk in Ukraine. Ooh, 125 billion. You got a glass square in Ukraine. I mean, even Charlie Chaplin, who was a great clown, you got a, you got one in Hollywood. Our clown just gets a little glass one in Kiev. We'll discuss the feeble fascist and how pathetic it is that he goes there now to to do what? What are you going there now for? You already burned up hundreds of billions of dollars. And you're, you didn't mention the guy in North Korea, the only fat guy in North Korea who works out with Pritzker, Kim Jong-un. Uh, firing rockets again. He's back. And this time he's firing them at Japan. And his sister says we can light up the sea, I believe, like a fire show. Okay, that's good. That's going to be good. And in the meantime, we got Anthony Blinken, Shark Eyes, who's good at absolutely nothing, talking about his Chinese counterpart. I'm just going to give you a little snippet. I want to go back to your readout with uh, your your Chinese counterpart. The other thing you said in there is you reemphasize the issue that we don't want to have a Cold War with China. Well, what else do you describe uh, our relationship with them? We're expanding our military presence in Guam. We're expanding our military presence in the Philippines. We're expanding our military presence in Australia. We're helping Japan uh, essentially change its national security posture. We continue to arm Taiwan uh, and send weapons there. I, it- oh, Chuck, you forgot a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you did. We're still in Yemen. We're all through Africa. Not to mention we occupy still the oil fields in Syria. You forgot a bunch of stuff. And Anthony Blinken with those dead shark eyes. What do you have to say for yourself, dummy? If it's not a Cold War, what is it? Chuck, this is obviously among the most consequential but also complex relationships that we have. And That's a failure. That cost the American people hundreds upon hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions for absolutely nothing. So you would think by now the American people would ostracize the Democrat scourge. Instead, in these very corrupt sewers, these very corrupt areas, they embrace them. And then they walk around as if they're successful. Well, he doesn't represent the values of the people of Illinois. In fact, he's the antithesis to that. Uh, He's demonstrated that he's homophobic, that he's got uh, tendencies to promote racism. Wrong. Uh, Governor Pritzker also called on elected officials and candidates to condemn Monday's event and what DeSantis stands for. DeSantis is in Elmhurst, Illinois. He did not stop by the Elmhurst Cigar House, much to my chagrin. I guarantee you a moron-free smoking environment. There are no morons in my cigar store, for it says right on the door, as all businesses should say and all people, Biden voters keep out, which, by the way, I own that dot com. 
Biden voters keep out. So he's not here for you, J.B. Pritzker. Nobody's here for you except for the welfare roaches. And the idea that you think you're winning shows you this must be what it's like to have B.O. See, I wouldn't know. Squirrel, I'm very clean. Oh, quite fastidious. I like to take care of myself. A little cologne, perhaps. This must be what it's like to have B.O. Where everybody just kind of smiles to be polite and they can't wait for you to leave. And in the event, they hope you never came and you came anyway. That's what it's like to be an Illinoisan, an Illinois Democrat. Nobody cares what you have to say. Your roaches, your welfare roaches, your recipients of handouts, they, you're there. They got you. DeSantis is here for the good people who realize how futile it is to hope that something will change in this sewer, in this Democrat-run mafia of Illinois. So you're not insulting anybody. And by the way, Florida, you wouldn't believe it, JB. They have homosexuals. Oh, they do. In fact, they have more than Illinois. And their quality of life is much better than the Illinois homosexuals. Of course, they're in much better shape because, you know, because they walk around on the beach and whatnot. In the meantime, they have all kinds of races. In fact, they have races from other areas around the world that practice your kind of fascism, your kind of mafia corruption, and they love it. That is a governor that won by the largest margin in Florida's recorded history, and dare I say, everywhere, except these mafia-controlled centers where you cheat and steal the vote. So we all know, we already know you're the opposite of Ron DeSantis, which is why he's here to give those people who did not want to lose their businesses or the quality of their life, who did not want to be forced to put an experimental profit vaccine that isn't a vaccine. In fact, it's killing people. He's here for all of us who believe in Americanism. And he wants the people who couldn't afford to leave to have inspiration that Florida has affordable sections too. And in the worst part of Florida, you're better off than in the best part of Illinois. And everybody knows it. So the event is packed. We have one of our very own AM560 executives over at the event right now, whom rumor has it will call me as soon as he's out to tell me how it went. But you know how it went. You have winning success and the principles of Americanism versus the obvious face of failure and fascism in J.B. Pritzker. That's how it is. So, J.B., you could call names, but you're only appeasing those poor souls that are stuck here for one reason or another. Because in Florida, there's people of all sexual proclivities, of all races, and they're all better off. Every single one of them. So to address the issue with, uh, what's his name, the, the Greek guy running for mayor? What the hell's his name? Paul Vallis. Paul Vallis, who I called two years ago when Amy wanted me to have him on the show, and I, I think I did interview him once. I said I don't like him. He's most likely, but he refuses to abandon the Democrat name. So I'm always, I was always aware of it. He made me look like Karnak once again. A Democrat is loyal to the mafia, not a principal. So he jumps on the same page as J.B. Pritzker. So any one of the morons running for Chicago mayor, it doesn't matter. I hope at this point the best socialist fascist fraud wins. That's a tough one. You got a bunch of them running. I don't know if it's going to be Brandon Johnson or Lori Lightfoot, but to me, at least one of them is dressed in the right clothes. I say let's go with Brandon Johnson. What do you say, Squirrel? Brandon Johnson? Why not? In the meantime, let's focus on a little bit more of exactly the kind of chaos that happens when you allow these local mafia frauds to pretend to be statesmen and you put them in a federal position. Let's see how it turns out for everybody else.
North Korea says its latest missile test was meant to further bolster its, quote, fatal nuclear attack capacity. The U.S. responded by flying long-range supersonic bombers during joint exercises with South Korea. The North's test yesterday was its first since the beginning of January. The missile reportedly flew 614 miles before they claim it hit a preset target in open waters. Experts say the weapon is theoretically capable of reaching the U.S. mainland if it's fired at a standard trajectory. There's somebody else who's got weapons now. Didn't have them before. Back when we had a man in the White House. And away from that, the International Atomic Energy Agency, United Nations nuclear watchdog, has set off alarm bells over reports of Iran inching dangerously close to enriching or enriching near atomic level grade uranium. Now, according to media reports citing two unnamed senior diplomats, IAEA inspectors have discovered uranium enriched to 84% purity in Iran dangerously close to atomic level grade at 90%. I think Chuck Todd forgot to ask Anthony Blinken about that. After all, what difference does it make? They give you the same answer, the same bull dung, the same lipstick on a pig that every one of these roach Democrats give you when you ask them a question it's hard to weasel out of. And probably the same can be said for many other countries around the world. There you go. And of we're course, not as we're bad in a vigorous competition else. with China. And that's something we're not at all shy about. We intend to compete very vigorously. And we've... Um, taken important steps over the last couple of years to invest in ourselves so that we compete effectively. No, no, no. Anthony blinking, taking bribes from the Chinese Communist Party and then making policies that enrich China with the American people's money. That's not investing in ourselves. That's selling out your nation, you traitor. That's what it is. But I like how you have to pretend you were not giggling with your Chinese counterpart as you played Naked Twister. But also to align with allies and partners around the world so that we have a shared approach to some of the challenges that, uh, that China poses. And as we're doing that, um, we have a strong interest in trying to manage the relationship responsibly uh, and to make sure, to the best of our ability, that competition doesn't veer into conflict or into Cold War. I don't think that's in our interest. First of all, it's never going to happen. You've been bribed for it not to happen. But I'm more interested in how good would you do if we went to conflict with China? I mean, after all, you blew $2 million to knock down a $10 balloon, you moron. We have since shot down three other objects. The president came out and said that they're most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutes um, that are studying things like weather or other things. My understanding, correct us if we're wrong, we're told these missiles used to take out these balloons are over $400,000 each. One of them, um, apparently we used two, and the balloon was only maybe worth $12. What do you tell the American people about our ability, our radar, our defenses to differentiate between real threats? um, Because we can't spend that kind of taxpayer money taking down hobby balloons. Well, we don't know exactly what these balloons were. And then we've called off now the search in Lake Huron and the one over last John Kirby represents an institution that has lost $6 trillion and it can't find it. Never forget that. Never forget that. Let's go back to one of my favorites. And here's another guy who I hope is burning in hell, along with Madeleine Albright. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. Since then, they've lost another 2.7, the Pentagon, that is. So $6 trillion in your radar you're using cannot distinguish a balloon from a spy balloon? And you want to give these idiots more money? In fact, it looks like that $125 trillion that we've wasted on oligarchs in Ukraine that stole the money when shopping in Paris, that might actually be a deal. 
compared to what we get when we let these idiots in charge of anything. So we may never know completely, but the leading intelligence community assessment is that they were probably for benign purposes, whether it's weather or commercial. Leading intelligence community, leading intelligence community. And that gets me to the best lunch date in political history. Kamala Harris, who has the audacity, like all Democrats do, to act as if they're superior or if they're successful in the face of the reality, which is the American foreign policy history. In the case of Russia's actions in Ukraine, we have examined the evidence. We know the legal standards. And there is no doubt these are crimes against humanity. (sighs) Virtually useless with her clothes on. What about what Chuck Todd said? What about all of the places we're increasing our military action? What about all the wars we're fighting from Yemen to Somalia? What about all of the active in the Middle East? What good has happened, in fact, from the Middle East? We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. There's Madeleine Albright. May she burn in hell, justifying the American military killing 500,000 Iraqis. This is before George W. Bush. And and Kamala Harris is going to lecture the world? And then with all this talk of nuclear, 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 squirrel, answer me this. Riddle me this, squirrel. What is the only country to ever use a nuclear weapon? Ever in the history of mankind? Which is it? Which is it? No, not North Korea. It's America, baby. Hiroshima and Nagasaki were never nuked. On August 6th, 1945, a bomb was dropped on Hiroshima destroying 90% of the city and killing hundreds of thousands of people. Three days later, a second bomb was dropped on Nagasaki, killing tens of thousands more. Now, that's American foreign policy right there. And did you know, Squirrel, that is exactly three months after VE Day. Now, I know you're a young man, but that means we had defeated the original Third Reich Not the Fourth Reich that has now taken control of this country, but the Third Reich in Europe with the Hugo Boss suits. Same policies, same fascism, but different guys altogether. Funny facial hair instead of Kamala Harris just needs to wax her stash every once in a while. In the meantime, we had beaten those Nazis 90 days earlier. Japan had already withdrawn. I know this because I had an uncle there who back when we fought in the South Pacific, my uncle Charlie, whose real name was Angelo, he had to change it due to some legal issues. He used to kill them with his hands, Not, not far away like in Europe. Anyway, they were already on their ass. They were already defeated. 90 days later, America decided to drop two, two atom bombs. Not good. Not good. So now Kamala Harris, did we know the law back then that Kamala Harris pretends to be a, she's, we're a superpower. She's got standing. She's the vice president of the United States. Sure, she got there the way most tramps get to place. But nonetheless, this is all about us being superior. And then you realize the laundry list of scallywags and scoundrels that have been in charge of our military operations. You have some familiarity with the work of Mr. Assange. I, I, I do, I do. I Couldn't mean, happen to a nicer guy, is my view, but... Well, look, I, I think um, it, is a, uh, it is... Oh, you know what? Chuck Todd forgot to mention Libya 
after Hillary Clinton got involved. And now they have open slave trade. They forgot to mention that, too. I do miss that wacky Gaddafi, mainly because of his security force, all Swedish women. And he dressed like a TSA agent. I miss him. It's clear from the indictment that came out. It's not about uh, punishing journalism. It's about uh, assisting the hacking of the... No, 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 no. Duchess of Chaffington. I know the rash has been there for 40 years. It's just part of you now. In the meantime, it's about informing the American people of the perspective so they understand. Our military didn't lose $6 trillion. It blew it on wars to keep turmoil around the world. And I guess we're not going to get any answers onto the Nord Stream 2 that we blew up to. But then the environment can only be used against our American companies and our American lives that aren't in the mafia. Those that bribe the Duchess of Chaffington, well, they can all act superior to all of us Americans that simply want the war profiteering, the war crimes, and the stupidity. The stupidity represented by the dumbest people in America, the Democrat mafia, to simply stop. But here's some good news. Turns out after we pulled out of a 20-year war where I believe it's $9 trillion were wasted in Afghanistan, and we don't know how many people we killed. We do know we've lost thousands upon thousands of patriotic men who blindfolded themselves with the flag or had it blindfolded. Turns out the Taliban's got a new business plan, and it's better than the ones that the Democrats have here in Chicago. News coming in from Afghanistan now. The Taliban has expressed interest in turning former bases occupied by foreign forces in Afghanistan into special economic zones. Acting Deputy Prime Minister Mullah Abdul Ghani Baradar held a cabinet meeting in Kabul to discuss and direct officials with plans of turning the bases into commercial and trade centers. In an- How do you like that? They're going to take our billions of dollars of bases all around the world and they're going to turn it into a trading post. That seems well worth it. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560, the answer. These are the conversations that are worth having. This is the perspective the American government doesn't want you to have. And in the meantime, they rewrite history in order to steal the future. And this is happening in real time. As I've been watching for the last two days, the Democrat mafia invoke sympathy that everybody would have for anybody who's on the end of life but somebody who was an absolute and total terrible president right up until this idiot, this feeble fascist, some call Joe Biden, some call president, usurped the most powerful office. There was another Democrat who was a legendary, terrible government uh, president, arguably the worst, right up until 2020. And now Jimmy Carter at the ripe age of, you know, he's a, he's a young man. What is he? 98 years old, 90, almost nearly 100 years and the worst president. But I remember watching my relatives who were suffering under feudalnomics done Carter style. I remember them watching the television as in their, an unbelievable reaction. The first time in American history, a president came on and lied about the future, lied about the failure, lied about America. And now I have to pretend he was a great president. He was better at uh, killing bees and building phony houses to give away. Good evening. Tonight I want to have an unpleasant talk with you about a problem that's unprecedented in our history. With the exception of preventing war, this is the greatest challenge that our country will face during our lifetime. The energy crisis has not yet overwhelmed us, but it will if we do not act quickly. It's a problem that we will not be able to solve in the next few years, and it's likely to get progressively worse through the rest of this century. We must not 
be selfish or timid if we hope to have a decent world for our children and our grandchildren. We simply must balance our demand for energy with our rapidly shrinking resources. By act- you hear that? You hear that, Squirrel? Is that the first time you ever heard that lion peanut salesman? First time you ever heard? You see, back then he said you were going to run out of oil in 30 years. He did the same doom and gloom that the American eco-Nazi circa 2023 is doing. He was lying then. He was wrong. He was incompetent. He was a moron. But he was a good-hearted one. Much better than this black-hearted rat, Joe Biden. Much better. But nonetheless, that's what it's like when Democrats run anything. Hopelessness, feudalism, guarantee of extortion, and you're the bad guy because you want to live like an American. I heard it when he was alive. I guess he's still alive, technically. In the meantime, I'll tell Madeleine Albright to make a bed for you. Now we can control our future instead of letting the future control us. Yeah, here we go. Same bulldog. Now I will present to the Congress my energy proposals. Its members will be my partners, and they have already given me a great deal of valuable advice. All wrong. Everything that came out of his mouth, wrong. And now I got to hear what a great president he was? Obviously, only by those that are too stupid to know how bad he was and the, the destruction he nearly did. Thankfully, there was a great president that followed him. Hopefully, there'll be a great one that follows this one. Michael on the south side. Well, good afternoon, Sean. I hope you and your loved ones are well. Thank Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Let's go back to uh, Ron DeSantis' visit. Uh, It's really weird how, you know, the local media went nuts and somehow Paul Vallis was held accountable for the visit. But I just have a basic question for you. Yeah. When is the, the next time Al Sharpton comes to Chicago, is the local media going to go after his political friends here? Al Sharpton? No. Are you kidding me? Al Sharpton is Chicago's kind of rat. Al Sharpton is Chicago's kind of scumbag. Not only a drug dealing reverend caught on an FBI tape, but then wore a wire to nail other scumbags. That's exactly the kind of Chicago Democrat. He will be treated the way my old neighborhood used to have a feast for Mary, who gave birth to Christ. There'll be a uh, a Democrat reverend scumbag feast. You're going to love it. And they all subscribe. They're all reverends from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. You remember he owed the government $3.5 million until Obama got elected. Then it just went away. Thank you very much, Michael. How dare you spot the scam? It's really quite nauseating. But resist, we much. We must and we will much about that be committed. That's right, short bus. Another short bus Democrat and a hero to the Chicago Mafia. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show at AM560. The answer. See, the problem we have is that we're all of a sudden supposed to believe people who have been lying to us for 40 years. 40 years. Every word that came out of this government's mouth, a lie. When you look at the foreign policy, when you look at the chaos, now all of a sudden I'm supposed to wave the flag because Joe Biden tells me Joe Biden's never told the truth in his miserable existence. He's like Jimmy Carter, only dumber ridiculous the whole damn thing is ridiculous and until you get these morons out you're gonna have a pickle you got a pickle but my favorite is the ideologues who pretend to be the real deal but i have to ask you you're going on tour to promote this book it's okay to be angry about capitalism and you're here talking about it i understand we're not the bad guys you're you're describing in the book when it comes to media but tickets for your tour apparently are selling for 95 dollars on Ticketmaster, which is accused of anti-competitive behavior you know that some of your democrats are criticizing them 
Aren't you benefiting yourself no, from the system I mean, that you're all, trying to dismantle? First of all, those decisions are made totally by the publisher and the bookseller. By the bookseller. My favorite part about this communist sympathizing whore is him and his unpleasant looking wife. You don't remember the one who was accused of bank fraud because she lied about the money in order to get the money? Liar that she is. They're worth over $10 million. It's like the Focahannis with her high cheekbones, Chuck Connors. She's worth, what, $7 million, $9 million, $10 million? And yet they sell to the plebes, the morons, the same kind that vote for J.B. Pritzker and embrace the malaise of policies that destroyed the once great city, once great state. They wallow in it, pretend to be winning. And in the meantime, this idiot, $95 to hear a communist talk? I remember when you could walk down any corner in Chicago and see some homeless communist screaming at the top of his lungs. Made more sense. John Portage. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, my comment was, in 1939, uh, the Soviet socialists and the national socialists in Germany were on the same side. They invaded Poland, took half, and split it in half. And you mean my, my comment, when Stefan Bandera... Com- that Ukraine still celebrates when he killed tens of thousands of Poles, aside from the Jews he killed? Stefan Bandera, who's celebrated and touted by the Ukrainian Nazis? You mean back then? No, my comment was that we might be having uh, to fight side by side with the Russians against the Chinese one day, or we might be very well arming them against the real threat, the Chinese. Well, this kind of has been a theme that I've been talking about as we have been in a currency war for the last 30 years as our political whores bastardized and destroyed the credibility of the U.S. dollar and stoked what we're facing today, the Cold War of World War III that we pretend is nothing as our dimwit in diapers goes to Ukraine. Ironically, the only country that still celebrates Stefan Bandera, the rat bastard Nazi, may he burn in hell with Madeleine Albright. Mike and Lyle. Hello. Hi, Mike. Oh, I was uh, just wanted to comment about the Transformer emblem yeah. that you see on Zelensky's uh, T-shirt. Yeah, that's what I called it, and you liked it, Transformers. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not what well, it means. Well, it's actually, it's actually the emblem of the 9th SS Panzer Division, Hohenstaufen. The Hohenstaufen? The little sword. I'm going to look it up. The little sword with the H Yeah. in the middle of the H. You know what it is? It, it's, his chest is so small, I can't really decipher what that is on there, but I'm going to look it up. But in the meantime, one thing's for certain. The Azov Battalion, the Tornadoes, their emblems are clearly inspired by the Third Reich, and which why they're embraced by the Fourth Reich here in America. Anything's possible, Mike. I just remember, I've never been more proud of my Uncle Mikey. Oh, they used to call him Caruz. Did you ever hear of him? You heard me talk about him. He used to lay out four SS uniforms when I was a little kid. He'd tell me, find a hole. I'd crawl around the uniform. I couldn't find the hole. I'd say, where's the hole? He said, I shot them all in the face. Back then, Americans used to kill Nazis. Yeah, it's true. Lawrence, Logan Square. Hey, Sean, you're on fire, buddy. Uh, Three points. You know, in Chicago, um, as a grassroots boots on the uh, ground guy, I have a guy as well. I was invited to Elmer's to, you know, listen to DeSantis. But I told to you know, uh, stay town. on the download. I'm in town for one day. I've got a, I've got a business. I, I, I partnered up with American Eagle. I had the, I came in. I wanted to, I had dinner with my in-laws. I had a great time. I've been here for two days, two and a half days. And I'm in here. I'm in the store. I figure for sure this guy's going to come in. It says Biden voters keep out. I offer you a Democrat-free smoking experience. There will be no morons in my store ever. And he didn't come. Very let down. Very let down.
Well, you know, sometimes Republicans just can't think on their feet. They can't think street smart. They always got to think how they uh, how they're going to make a buck on all this. Yeah, well, I would have given them a free cigar. Go ahead. But the reason why I keep my credential as a Democratic registered voter and I can't stand the Democratic Party because on the primaries, I could do everything to shake up the Democratic Party. For instance, the last primary against uh, J.B. Pritzker, I did everything to help his opponent, the nurse, a great lady uh, that was running against Beverly Miles. Yeah. So. That's the only reason why I keep my, my shield, because well, I have the a, Democratic I have, Party is so corrupt. My my old the, dear friend, Dirty Curdy, who's uh, got a 52-inch waist and a 19-inch inseam, he looks like he works out with Pritzker. He does the same thing, and he gives me the same lecture. And I love it. You know, good for you, but there's a better way to fight the Democrats, and that is don't commingle with them. Do not give them your money. Do not go to their law offices yes. or their doctor offices, and stay away from them yes. in general. That's the best way to freeze them out, as far as I'm concerned, because once you've taken the omerta, once you've decided I'd rather be a mafia member or a welfare roach, it's very hard to turn back. Very, very hard to turn back. Margo and Burr Ridge. Hey, Sean, I just want to take a little issue with you there. You, you said right. what Jimmy Carter tried to do to us or almost did to let, let I think he did plenty of damage. No, I did say okay. that. I did say that. I said well, he's being sold as somebody who didn't, and then he's being sold. And I have people in my family. Oh, he didn't mean bad. Really? Because the devastation he did to this country in those four short years were hell. The devastation yeah. cannot be quantified. The trajectory change of this country cannot be quantified. I think Jimmy Carter is a moron, lowlife. And I know thousands of people that prayed for this imbecile to never, ever be close to the Oval Office. And when he was, they were proven right, just like Joe Biden. But now on the local news, he's being touted as just a kindly old ex-president. No, he's not. He almost yeah. he brought us down to our knees economically. He destroyed, he almost brought back the Depression, just like Joe Biden. But see, that's the perspective that politicians do not want their people to have. It's why J.B. Pritzker can go out with the audacity and pretend that Ron DeSantis is a bad person rather than ignoring the quality of life he provides for his constituents. So it only works in Democrat sewers, but it's hard when you visit them. But I, no, we, okay. we are on the same page, Margo. There's no issue. I agree with All you. All right. Well, I just want to bring up two things I didn't hear you mention before that Jimmy Carter did among the many things he did. Right. The first one is the Panama Canal. Yeah. I mean, why do the Chinese have it now? Thank you, Jimmy Carter. And and the other one is well, we Osama still, bin Laden. I'm not before, sure that before, deal. We still control a lot around the Panama Canal, but go ahead. Well, not enough. We should control it all. We built it. We sacrificed for it. We should control it. Yeah, Jimmy, that is ridiculous. Jimmy Carter doesn't like success thing, any more than any other Democrat by America, but go ahead. Right. And the other thing he was, he, he oh. made this new policy that the CIA could not off people who were bad, like Osama bin Laden. Let's so, not... Let's not jump to, to, to judgment against that. The CIA should be ripped asunder. The idea that they were oh, able yeah. to kill people. You think they only killed bad people? I'm sorry, honey. You're a target of the CIA much more than the bad people are. Thank you very much. Do not embrace the CIA. Central Intelligence, my ass. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. 
From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next so guest me. I said, this looks like a is the author of a great book called Rediscovering America. But aside from that, he's constantly fighting for the principles of Americanism. He's a member of the Committee on Present Danger. He's a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute. He's been on before, but never has it been so urgent because his specialty is China. We are fighting World War III, whether we admit it or not, whether the propagandists called media want you to understand it or not. We've been fighting a cold World War III for arguably 20 years, maybe 30. Scott Paul, am I wrong? You're absolutely right. You couldn't be more right, Sean. And, you know, we have, we have recognized this, right? It's primarily been an economic war, but so many of our conflicts, our hot conflicts, are really ramifications of our economic wars that we have around the world. This one is getting to be a little spicy, though, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, I think that the, you know, the whole balloon controversy, um, it, it wasn't so much of a of, of a threat to our security, although they, they could have had... They have tested, the Chinese have tested hypersonic missiles on a balloon platform, believe it or not. Um, But that wasn't the issue. The issue was how weak we were. And their read on us is that we are, our chain of command is all screwed up. We have no courage, no, you know, no, um, uh, no decision making on how to protect the, the homeland. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was, you know, after Afghanistan. I mean, we're we're looking pretty poor, frankly. Well, this is a trillion dollar military budget a year. Trillion dollar, whether we admit it or not, we spend one trillion dollars. And what that showed is we had a third world response, weak and incompetent, <laughs> clueless and moronic. Not just to mention we blew $2 million in just missiles, but what was the real cost of that? Did anybody find out where the missile went that missed? Is anyone concerned with that? <laughs> it's like in a bad neighborhood during during New Year's Eve when everybody shoots in the sky. The bullets go somewhere, morons. Uh, you know, this is preposterous at this level. But above all, it's expensive to be this stupid. And we spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions, and we're no more strong or superior than any third world despot loser country. That's what we look like. John, I am with you. Uh, You know, it it breaks my heart to see our country uh, where we are now with the lack of leadership and the, um, you know, we're we're under attack from every every front. I mean, put aside our military. I mean, our food supply is under attack, our infrastructure, you know, our financial system. Um, These are simple things for a regular person to settle. These are simple things to solve. China owns 400,000 agricultural acres in our country. If we even think that they're doing something, guess what? Now you own nothing. It's called eminent domain. You own nothing. 
The land is mine. You want to keep going? Because you got office buildings, you got colleges. Now it's all mine. Is there not a man by accident in the government, or are we relying strictly on uh, the wonderful character of some of the most patriotic women that represent the so-called Republican Party? Because this is something that I think both Bobert and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene would step to the forefront. They would. <laughs> these, these are these are some uh, some great female leaders in our country right now. I must say, I've I've been very impressed in seeing how they've. You know, how they've just they're just like machine guns. You know, they don't stop. You know, they've got the truth and they just blast away. But unfortunately, you know, we've only got, you know, uh, the Freedom Caucus is only what I guess on a at a stretch. It might be 40 of our members. Oh, yeah, probably tomorrow. Right. On a on a stretch. And, and out of the 40, 10 are afraid. And the other thing you have to recognize is that we're broadcasting from what was once an incredible great city that I used to be so proud of, Chicago and Illinois. Yeah, I went to college there, you know, college and master's degree at the University of Chicago on the south side. It was, you should see it now, It's it's you wouldn't even recognize it. It's like being dropped off in a cold Venezuela. In the meantime, the Daly family was very cozy with China. Very, very cozy. In fact, there's a tremendous amount of what, what used to be good neighborhood real estate that was owned by the Chinese government. From luxury apartments all the way to to commercial pieces. Now the sewer has 5 million vacant square feet in what used to be called the financial district, which is now going to be called the future homeless district. In the meantime, nobody talks about that's been the plan in all of these mafia states. New York, New Jersey, California. The Chinese government owns a tremendous amount of real estate that, whether it's good or not anymore, used to be prime downtown real estate. Yet... We have these open acts of war, open and notorious. These are acts of war, and nobody's going to mention that's not your real estate anymore, and any politician that was dirtied with your money will be stripped of all power, all committee memberships, and will go through a forensic audit. I mean, you know, here's the problem. Nobody wants to settle the problems because the, the government needs them. Problems and failure is their weapon of success. They get more money and more power. So are we to the point now where... We just recognize it isn't China that is our enemy. It's not Russia that's our enemy. It's the mafia within that has done more damage to the principles, to the money, to the peace, tranquility, and created more war crimes than any foreign government could have created. I, I fully agree. Uh, I mean, we, we it's almost unbelievable that um, we have seen this this decline in the United States that's happened so rapidly. Yes. I, I mean, in uh, just, you know, really since the, you know, COVID is a marker, I think, in all of our lives. We, we think back and we, we wonder where that time went. But my gosh, the, um, you know, the erosion of, of our freedoms and our constitutional rights uh, that have, that, that, you know, were taken away from us early on in that crisis, but have never We've never really fully recovered at all. It's just continued to decline. But where they're all united, and I I don't mean all, I shouldn't say all, but where 90% of them are all united, is this atrocity that I witness in what I knew and recognized, a country embroiled in its own civil war, a country that was killing its own people since 2014 in Ukraine. They're all on the same page. You know, Ron DeSantis, who I love, is my governor in Florida. I love him. There's no question about it. He's got one major anchor, one major sore that I probably wouldn't support him on. And that's, he's all in on this money to the oligarch 
war that we see in the former Soviet Union. And this is nothing more than a money laundering scheme. And oh, it is. how are we going to get politicians who want to stop and break that chain and advocate for actual peace through protecting the rights of the people in this country right now? Can we get back to that? Or will that be labeled like it's being labeled now as uh, homophobic and racist? As as J.B. Pritzker, who's a punchline outside of Illinois, but unfortunately the highest elected official in Illinois, accuses Ron DeSantis of being. I mean, is this just the way it's going to be as we watch the short bus Americans take down the rest of the successful ones? Well, we're living in a very divided country, and that's not going to change. And I think what what we have to what we really have to try to do is is really in. We we need to take back our country probably from the local level up. I mean, I've been involved in the Broward County School Board fight. We've we've uh, uh, made some changes there. I think you know we're fortunate that we're both. I don't know if you're a, you know you're you're a full time resident here now, but yeah, uh, welcome to Florida. Thank you. I had to come back. Ironically, you caught me. I'm here for two days. This is my last day. I get the hell out of here right after the show. But the reality is, when you come back to it, you realize how destructive it is to 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 not know this isn't how you're supposed to live under the fascism and the failure of the Democrat mafia. That's something I want to share with my fellow. Uh, Illinoisans uh, that I used to be. And this is something that, that as it spreads, you get used to the failure of compromise with incompetence and you get used to the Democrat failure. And when you said earlier, we're a divided country. Well, of course we are. I'm only divided with the people who are wrong on their positions of freedom, on their positions of Americanism and on their positions of liberty. I'm only divided with the fascists, the Marxists, the communists, the Democrats, which is is what you could call all of them. And I don't want to get along with them. So one thing I recognize about the word compromise, it's a very dangerous word because it's only meant for people you love, right? You only compromise with your wife or your children (laughs) because you can't compromise with a communist. You can just be more communist. You can't compromise with a Marxist. You can just be Marxist. And, you know, it's it's a pervasive cancer. That destroys everything it, it, it touches. And I'm broadcasting today from a once great city that now every man, woman, and child is either disgraced to be in or profiting from the corruption. In. It's that simple. So how do you, how do you, why would I want to get together with these mobsters? I don't want to get together no. with them. No, you can't. You can't compromise uh, with the dark side. You know, you, you, we have to, we have to push back and fight. And, um, you know, this, you know, taking back our cities in America, that, that's a that's a tough task. They are so corrupt. I want to we cut have the corruption. String. We have corruption at every level now. Yeah. I don't fish, you know, but I believe it's called cutting bait because it will take down the boat. Can't we just cut it loose and you guys go be the USSA and we'll be USA? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, I, I, I hope we don't. We uh, I, I would love to see. Uh, correctives come, and I, I think that, but we've just got to do what we can on the local level, and then on the national level, I mean, um, you know, we we haven't fixed vote fraud. We know we had massive vote fraud in 2020. We had a repeat of fraud in 2022 because we didn't deal with it after 2020, and I was looking over the media coverage of vote fraud and people on both sides of the political aisle just 
could not face up to the fact that we had a fraudulent election in 2020. They discredited it. They uh, ridiculed it. And, uh, of course. <clears throat> in fact, I don't know if you saw Shaka Khan, the councilman from uh, California. Did you see him? Shaka Khan, the Democrat who had 4,600 votes in his apartment. He's, he was arrested on Friday. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know. It's I didn't hear the whole You think story. it would be national? Here's one two-bit moron Democrat councilman. One guy. 4,600 votes. And now nobody wants to throw up the inquiry sign of the last two elections where these Democrats scourge managed to hold some positions. It's just astonishing. And that's what I mean. You can't get along. And I'll tell you another thing. You went to school here. You know how great this city was, right? I'm oh, yeah. It was okay. great. So, it was. so that, was, far, that was back in the 80s, by the way. I was there in the 80s. Oh, me too. I, I tell you what, yeah. I, I was dating a couple of girls back there in college. But anyway, February. Now, it's the 20th. I could tell on my timepiece here. It's the 20th. There's been 119 shot in just this month, and it's normal. It's perfectly normal. In fact, the year to date, the year to date, the total shot. Now, we're on February 20th, 326. Do you know there's a, a mayoral election in the sewer of Chicago? All different versions of stupid, all dressed the same. They're all running in under, under utopian socialism. They're all claiming these are good numbers. 326 people shot. Yeah, it's okay. I want to know how many were shot in Ukraine this year. I, I'm telling you, I think we can give them a run for their money. And if you add in New Jersey and Philly, by far we're a, a much more dangerous war zone than Kiev. And I think Kiev has a greater future of condo prices than, than Chicago. What do you think of that? <laughs> Sean, you're, yeah, well, you're, you're, you're amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you. In the meantime, I, um, I really think this all starts because all of these big cities, all of the Democrats... And some of the Republicans have been taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. They've been compromising and commingling with ideas of different versions of communism and fascism and socialism. And this is just the destination of serfdom that Hayek warned us of. And it's not going to be a good neighborhood. Oh, no, no, you're still right. No, I think, you know, I think the Chinese have bought a lot of people with money. You know, I just... Uh, I, I wrote I wrote a piece just this week on um, what happened in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Did you happen to read that piece? It was it's, published in Town Hall and somewhere else. But anyway, it's the, on my phone. I would yeah, sent to me right before the interview. Yeah, yeah. The, the story's a real. It's a short story. The um, the the Chi- a Chinese the Chinese recognized that the Grand Forks Air Force Base was a you know was a target that they wanted to conduct signal and in intelligence surveillance and so they bought farmland about 12 miles from the base which is still close it's it's close enough close close enough proximity that they can do all the surveillance signals the uploads to the satellites the you know the ground signals because that's the it's that's the number one sound for them to invade us yeah, it's the n- number yeah. one drone air force base in america i mean it's there it is grand forks north dakota who would think but it's one of our most advanced air force bases so anyway they bought the land and they they basically bribed city council members i watched these people i watched all the hearings these many of these many of these people they were they were bought yeah. They were pushing. They were pushing to approve. Not only, I mean, they bought the land. Then they were approving the building of a corn milling, uh, you know, plant, a mill, corn milling, a big structure that yeah. from which they could conduct their surveillance. The people in Grand Forks, they didn't want it. They showed up at the council meetings week after week after week. 
you know, I, I was so moved to see the patriotism of these people and the anti-communism of these people. And in the end, finally, um, it, looked, it looked like it was a done deal. The, the thing went to CFIUS. I don't know if, if you're familiar with CFIUS. It mm-hmm. stands for the Committee on Foreign, Investment, on Foreign Investment in the United States, in the U.S. CFIUS. Okay. And CFIUS said, well, we, we don't really adjudicate land purchases. So they, turned, they didn't adjudicate anything. And it looked like it was going to go forward. And then finally, there was, a, there was a major from the Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada who was a, a, a cryptology expert and an and a, and a intelligence expert. And he took an interest in this story, and he wrote a letter internally. He decided to you know, not make it a military statement. He wrote an internal memo. It circulated, sort of went viral within the military, got to Grand Forks. And they and and the Grand Forks Air Force Base, uh, you know, spoke spoke out on that foundation, and it's over. They they uh, the Chinese are thrown out now. That's great. They got, they got they, they you know they got no use for that land now. Three hundred and thirty acres that they don't they can't use. Yeah, tell them I'll give them fifteen dollars for it. In the meantime, it would have been nice <laughs> if Congress would have said something. But then again, they bought Swalwell with some. Poor, unfortunate Chinese communists who had to sleep with them. I'm so sick yeah, and tired. Fang, 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 fang. My <laughs> word. He probably had small hands the first time he ever felt like a man. In the meantime, I love the fact that you wrote this book. Don't be mad at me. I got to go. Um, but Scott, you know, you're always welcome. It's, it's here. a great read. It's re- really it's short. It's it's just designed for busy people, and it's really a powerful book of hope. What we can do to take our country back. Rediscovering it's, it's, it's like, America. He is Scott yep. Paul. Thank you very much, right. brother, for coming John, out. John, always good to be with you. And here, if we lose, okay. hopefully you and I are in the same camp. We'll both be in the Florida <laughs> camp. I, I'd want to be in the foxhole with you, let me tell <laughs> thank, you. Thank you, brother. We'll be back right. with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. I don't think I've ever had the pleasure of introducing my next caller. I remember it was so many years ago, I got a text message, I believe, in first. Would you like to fill in on AM560? He is the Rue of Goo. He is the man who gave me my opportunity. He is one, Marcus Brown. What's up, you sexy beast? Hello, Sean. How are you? Splendid. How are you? you I understand you were at the DeSantis event? I just walked out of the Ron DeSantis uh, event here in Elmhurst, where he spoke to about 500 people assembled at the Knights of Columbus Hall and gave a rousing speech. In fact, at one point, I felt like perhaps I was listening to the Sean Thompson show <laughs> because nobody loves Florida more than Sean Thompson except for Ron DeSantis. Yes, well, I love it because of his policies that have it as one of the last free states in the country. It was, so was it just fantastic? Was he well-received? Because I was at the cigar house earlier hoping he would come in for his free cigar and then I was going to charge you for it. And he never well, showed up. <laughs> But there is a communist coffee shop that, uh, ironically, my cousin did the build-out. Oh, did he overcharge them? It's fantastic. Anyway, they were uh, that was the headquarters for the Antifa meeting as the 170-pound morons with no future, no life, and probably inbred were plotting a protest. Did that happen? Yeah, there, there was a protest outside of the Knights of Columbus Hall. Uh, the protesters were outnumbered easily, I'd say five to one. And this was an event that was intended primarily for law enforcement officers and their families. And so, as you might expect, the protesters, despite being loud uh, and obnoxious, were otherwise very well behaved because 
there were a lot of law enforcement officers both in uniform and off duty at the event. So they were well behaved. Well, they didn't want to get those helmets all dented up. So when you were there, would you say that when people left, they were proud to be from Illinois? Or were they all talking about hiring a private junket to move the hell out? Well, I, I thought, Sean, that perhaps I should stand at the exit and hand out your business card <laughs> because there was there was a very a decided tone to Governor DeSantis's speech today, uh, encouraging anybody in Illinois, whether you're law enforcement or not, that things might be a little bit better in Florida. And he talked about the fact that he's offering signing bonuses for police officers yes. and first responders that relocate to Florida. He also mentioned something that I didn't know. This is an interesting fact that uh, there's a program in the state of Florida where if the, the grandparents of your children, so not necessarily you, but if your grandparent, grandparents of your children live in Florida, their grandchildren can attend Florida colleges at the in-state tuition level. So I quickly called my wife and said, Hey, honey, your parents are still in Florida, right? Let's get the kids signed up to head on down to Florida. Yes, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to put one in there myself. Um, It is something to see the people who may not have agreed with Ron DeSantis in the beginning when he first won. And you saw the overwhelming election results. I mean, but to hear, I go to the East Coast a lot, which is primarily Democrat. They always were. To hear the pride that those former Democrats have in Ron DeSantis, in what he's doing to protect the kids in school, what he's doing to protect freedom uh, against the fascism that's now commonplace in America and how he has support from all groups, all races. And then you hear J.B. Pritzker pose this man as, as somebody who is a homophobe or a racist, which is what the Democrats do without understanding those people who may be homosexual or maybe of a different race, love their quality of life in a state run by somebody who embraces Americanism. And I'm wondering, did he talk about that? Did he push back directly against the unfit, chubby Pritzker who looks like a beanbag with a pumpkin on it? It's very interesting. There were, there were two names that Ron DeSantis did not mention today by name during his speech. One of those was, in fact, J.B. Pritzker, although it was very clear through the entirety of his remarks this afternoon that he was drawing a very stark contrast between how things are here in Illinois with taxes and the way that law enforcement has been treated, uh, the way that the schools are managed, um, both on things like CRT as well as school choice. He was drawing a very sharp contrast between Illinois and Florida. Never mentioned the name of J.B. Pritzker. And the other name that he did not mention by name was the name Donald Trump. Never came off his lips today during his speech. Yeah, but, I, you know, it's funny. I still get all the Florida news. Donald Trump is attacking Ron DeSantis, which goes to show you, I think there were two major stakes, mistakes made in the last week. It's Donald Trump attacking Ron DeSantis, which really doesn't help him at all. And it's, uh, what's his name, running for mayor? The Greek guy, the bald guy who fills in here. Oh, Paul, Paul Vallis. Paul Vallis, siding with J.B. Pritzker. I think those were two big mistakes by politicians who would have been better off just keeping their mouth shut. Do you agree with that? Well, it's very interesting because Ron DeSantis is is here in Illinois. Ron DeSantis is not running for office. He's not declared to run for anything. And he gave a speech today that was well-received, that was common sense, that wasn't driven by ideology. And anybody who heard that speech today could come come away with the conclusion that Ron DeSantis knows how to run a state pretty well. And even here in Illinois, very popular. Now, did he mention Liberty Real Estate Services by name? Did he talk about the Elmer Cigar House? Did he plug me in any way, shape, or form? Well, Sean, I, I had written up a, a big poster with all that on it, 
and I was trying to hold it up, but I was way in the back of the room next to all of the other media. So I'm not sure he was able to see the sign that had your businesses on them. All right. Um, but maybe, maybe next time we could make a make him stop by the uh, the cigar <laughs> shop and have a cigar with you. Absolutely. I've got some high tide face cream for him as well. In the meantime, thank you for everything. Um, and when you walked out, I'm assuming you'll be one of my next calls about finding you a condo or townhouse. I'm assuming when you walked out, you want to go home and tell your wife we're moving. Listen, if my kids can go to, to college in Florida at the in-state tuition rate, I can afford to move down there potentially now. So we should talk. All right. Excellent. Marcus Brown of AM560. I love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Now let's go to one of those Democrats who, even though he's a Democrat, he knows good pizza. Cream puff, Jim. Cream puff. You all right? Do I have to hit you with a defibrillator? Is cream puff, Jim, there? May have passed out. It's a food coma. See if we can revive him. MJ Bartlett. Hi. Um, I love your show. Oh, um, I, I just wanted to make a point about the poor people in Palestine. Um, my house burned down in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, and sorry. I was out of it for... Yeah, my neighbor is a careless smoker. Um, the, but, uh, um, the, you know, I was out of my home for 18 months. They took the roof off. They took everything down to the studs. And that was just a little smoke damage and a lot of water damage. Those people in Palestine, Palestine have everything down to the ground. Completely it's insulting. It's insulting. To watch the Absolutely. government's reaction, to try and oh. pretend that this isn't something that needs to be evacuated. This area should have been evacuated. To but watch what's going on there. is preposterous. And to watch they, the they response by the incompetent. In the exactly. You know, it's, it, it's it, you're exactly correct over something that was insignificant compared to what happened in East Palestine. Absolutely. This Absolutely. is this is a travesty. And. How can you tell what will happen in the future? You could have generations of a very rare form of cancer or other problems. And oh, in the meantime, I worry about leukemia. Sure. The government's going to going to pretend it did a good job. But this is the same one celebrating the billions of the hundreds of billions of dollars to uh, Nazi sympathizers. Thank you, MJ and Bartlett. Sorry about the house. Roberto in Bloomingdale. Hey, this is Roberto. How you doing, Sean? <laughs> good. Very good. How are you? Well, I know that situation in Palestine, Ohio, is very sad. But here's the thing. I, we love DeSantis here. He's a great guy. He, I, he, I think he would make a very good president. I think he would make a good, at this moment, a good vice presidential candidate for President Trump for a one-two punch going through 2028. Then you can tackle this problem in Ohio and elsewhere, these balloons and all this crap. What do you think? I think Trump's got a major problem. And that major yeah. that major problem is is multifold. Donald mm-hmm. Trump had a fantastic foreign policy. He had a fantastic uh, domestic energy policy. But when he's going through the process, as he will be doing, if we could survive, number one, I have no faith in the electoral system. So I don't think it matters if which one runs in these Democrat mafia states. What you just saw from Shaka Khan in California is one. Two-bit councilman has 4,600 votes. Let's not pretend we have elections that are reasonable or fair. But the other thing is, I don't, I don't want Donald Trump to win for two major reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, he sided with the fascists when it came to shutting me down. Okay, I got a big, I got a big problem. Number two, mm-hmm. you named it warp speed and gave immunity to big pharma, and you gave him a trillion dollars profit. 
with no recourse for the people who are suffering and dead. Sorry, sit down and go away. That's what I think. That's just me, but I'm going to tell right. you the truth. I don't, I, and I'm not a cult of personality. You did two good things. Other than that, you sucked. You added to my debt, you took away my business, and you gave immunity to Big Pharma. Sorry. I, I love respect your foreign you for that. policy. I love your foreign policy. And what yeah. you did, I think, is why both parties agreed to cheat you. But do me okay. a favor. Don't come back and pretend you're Ron DeSantis. Because in the mix, Ron DeSantis stood for freedom. Ron DeSantis stood for freedom, and he was an anti-fascist. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and part of that fascism was during Trump's admi- administration, which was practicing fascism. So that's why I like DeSantis. But I don't have any... You think I'm going to get sidetracked like the rest of these shows and tell you we're going to win? When one two-bit rat bastard councilman has 4,600 votes in his condo, I'm sorry. I'm not prepared to forgive and forget the atrocities by these rats. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I'm going to tell you, Donald Trump got cheated, and it's a terrible thing to live in, the fact that this idiot wasn't elected honestly, is unfit, and a political whore, who's everybody known, he's just a bought and sold for a roach, he always has been, Joe Biden, an idiot, and it doesn't matter, the facts don't matter in this America that accepts the kind of imbecile, corrupt fraud Joe Biden is, and had very little questions during the election. It was obviously fracking, stolen. 81 million people didn't vote for this idiot. But here we are in the soup. And then it reminds me of the different things Donald Trump should have been aware of. Why would all of those laws and, and the executive orders and the tax break, why would they all sunset in three years, four years? Why would that happen? Why wouldn't you put any provisions in place? For the election integrity, true election integrity. Why wouldn't you just add something like, due to, due to, when federal elections happen, you cannot burn the ballots for 180 days. You didn't see any of this coming? And the whole thing with the vaccine, I got a problem with. Now, where you did good things. Regulations. For every new regulation, you got to tear down two. Fine. But it's an executive order, and it's already been negated. And then there's the pesky problem with these fracking judges you remember how donald trump celebrated judges squirrel judges 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 guess what's happening uh let me just uh get, add my thanks to senator schumer for his help uh his necessary Little essential bit. help Durbin. in moving these judicial nominees on the floor of the senate we haven't lost a judge and i hope we won't I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the Judiciary Committee, which Senator Padilla and Senator Klobuchar serve upon, have put in countless hours to reach this point. We have now passed both the Trump administration's first two years and the Obama administration's first two years in terms of approval of judges. So all of these idiots, these Marxist, Democrat morons, the scourge, like Ed Burke's dimwit wife, they're all in place in very important positions. And when you try to have American law be the shield against the fascist, it will become the spear. So, so it's almost like it didn't matter. And that's the problem I have. I need somebody who wants to tear down this corrupt empire rather than manage it. It's going to take somebody from the outside. And I'll tell you the truth. I've got some real problems with DeSantis on foreign policy. He should be more like Trump. Uh, Kara. 
Orlando, Florida. Sean, I respectfully have to disagree with you. I got to get a lot out. Number one, DeSantis, have you looked into our transportation secretary that he appointed? He's a Democrat who closed the roads down here in his town, up in, uh, down near Miami. I mean, he's he does a great cardboard close, setup. Close the roads down in what fashion? You got to give me some context. When did he close the roads down? Because I'm on those roads constantly. During 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 COVID, during COVID, close he was the mayor of a town. To, to people trying to go around. I, are, are, I was in Miami every weekend. I okay. Was, I was Look in up Miami. your transportation. Check, check me. Look up our transportation secretary. Right. He's not a good man. Why he was appointed. Number two, I have kids from preschool to high school. They were forced to wear masks. I could not volunteer at my kid's school, which I've always oh, done. Oh, wait a minute, honey. You're in Orlando. Yes. Okay, that's Democrats. You moved to a Republican state? You moved to Democrats? Oh, come on. <laughs> That was, you should have saw that coming. You can't commingle with fascists. You can just be their victim. Just ask any Illinoisan. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I've had the pleasure of meeting, and I consider him a friend. He's been a friend of the show since the very beginning. And I always chuckle when, I let, when I'm reading an article. I say, man, oh, man, this article's really good. And I don't know who the author is. And then I look down, and I find out it's one of my friends. That's the case with my next guest. Wicked smart. Somebody who stands for integrity, principles, and Americanism. He is E.J. Antoni. E.J., how are you, kid? Sean, I, I am hanging in despite the best efforts of this government. You know, it's funny. I was uh, I was researching, you know, as I like to do, and I was looking at an article, and it said uh, fifty of the dirtiest, worst cities, and I think Illinois was, you know, in the top five. It was terrible, and only it was only an outlet in Europe that released the fact all but one Democrat run, and the one that wasn't Democrat run. It was because a newly elected Republican won. I mean, it seems to be just everywhere they touch is just garbage. Everywhere they touch is just failure. So is it any any kind of coincidence that the predicament in our government, whether they're tightening or they're easing, one thing's for sure, we're losing with Bidenomics, are we not? Oh, absolutely. And, and it doesn't really matter who you're talking about other than the wealthy political donor class. If you're outside of that elite group, Everybody is just getting crushed right now. You can look at uh, average income. You can look at median income. You can look at the middle uh, income quintile, what, whatever the case may be. You pick the statistic, and I can all but guarantee you people are worse off today than they were two years ago. So I left the Mercantile Exchange in uh, April, I think, 2005, if memory serves me correct. And I always had my real estate license, so I naturally went into real estate. I had done a few real estate transactions, and I liked it. And I was, everyone was talking about how great the economy was and how, what a boom real estate was. And it's like now 2006 and I'm watching as, as, you know, pretty much a dog that could stand on two paws was getting a loan. And I thought, boy, this isn't going to be good. And I kept an eye out on delinquencies, mortgage delinquencies. And if you trace that statistic, you could see way back in the 2006, around the second quarter, really started to uptick. 
I'm looking at that number again, and it's happening again. If you coincide delinquencies in mortgage with the most debt the American consumer has ever carried on records since records began, you start to see delinquencies on credit card payments. How are these idiots still touting them an economy that is anything other than at the precipice of a depression? Uh, because everything's fine until it isn't, right? And, yeah. and I think what a lot of people are seeing right now is essentially that things have not yet fallen off a cliff. And so until that happens, the politicians will continue to promise us. I mean, look, you, you had, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, maybe that uh, the lunatic on CNBC, right, who was telling everyone that Bear Stearns was in was in fine shape and then the oh, very yeah. next day <laughs> jim kramer declared bankruptcy yeah. yeah he's an idiot i, mean, I want to know what his wife thinks she's the only traitor in that family but go ahead. <laughs> to, to give you an idea right i mean there are there are literally people who do reverse etfs of whatever he says and they routinely beat the market right but it, it's not just a private individual the, the real problem are, are people in government because the only way that these insanely low interest rates were made possible the only way the the overregulation of the banking sector was made possible that essentially guaranteed these businesses if they get into financially then the taxpayer will bail them out these things were all made possible by these left-wing socialist policies yeah you know it's funny because um it doesn't seem to matter uh if there's a war and you know i i had a i had a guest on earlier scott paul and we were talking about so much of the turmoil in the world and you realize that the root cause of it is the economic extortion the economic intimidation by the american government to continue to practice the bastardization of a principled currency it all boils down to money as it always does so what joe biden and the democrats mafia really needs they need this conflict in ukraine which is why he goes there and stokes up an obviously corrupt former soviet he goes there he wraps his arms around him and he needs this diversion because even the people who may be too stupid to know it's a mafia and may be recipients of welfare They're not going to like the fact of what the Democrat mafia has done to the integrity of the dollar, even though they're on welfare. They're not going to like it, even though they've been bribed since Joe Biden usurped the office. Ultimately, the only way to stay in office is to go to war, is it not? I I think so. And I think that's exactly why. Why is the president in Kiev today and not in a place like East Palestine? Because it shows his failures. It shows the failures of the transportation secretary that he appointed. Why did he not go to any major Democrat-run city? Because it shows the failures of the policies of the left. Why did he not visit, oh, I don't know, maybe New York City or a financial uh, powerhouse or, or even Chicago, whatever the case may be? Uh, why didn't he go to any of these places where we have a lot of uh, our big, beloved financial firms? Maybe it's because their policies are, as you said, undermining the value of the dollar. I mean, it's lost 14% in two years. That's insane. That's insane. We're going to double prices in less than a decade. Yeah, but you know, EJ, standards are only for people with them. The scourge and the scum don't have standards. They don't really, you know, they don't really care. And and the bulk of those scum are always going to be um, supportive of one party in particular. And that's the party that's in charge right now. So standards are only for a select few. What happens when no matter what your your character is, we are in a hot war with Russia rather than this proxy war. When you see North Korea firing missiles, you know it's China. 
So you've got arguably a two-front war. We're in nine hot spots. This dimwit in diapers doesn't want to go to East Palatine because, number one, it'll expose the reality that he's been bribed by the railroad company to turn a blind eye, and this is just the, the result. And the other thing is, when people see that there's an affirmative action hire, whether it's for race or sexual proclivities, they don't really expect much out of Pete Buttigieg. I mean, he never really did anything except, you know, why he's hired. So, I mean, you have that bigotry of low expectations. I mean, even even Democrats know Pete Buttigieg is qualified to do nothing except maybe match your socks with your sweater. I mean, even that, if you look at his wardrobe choices, uh, I don't know. But anyway, whatever, whatever the case may be. Oh, you know, he's I, Palestine. I, I said Palatine. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just, I just have, I just have to keep going back to the fact that I, I think the president's actions on President's Day today just really tell you what his priorities are and who his and who is his priority. It's not the American people, right? It, it's a bunch of corrupt oligarchs in Ukraine. I mean, we are now literally going to be devaluing the dollar so that we can send some of its value to Ukraine to pay for pensions. Over there, I mean, oh. this is insane. We have <laughs> dollars, pen- over well, trillion dollars in unfunded pensions here, but we're going to send some of our money to pay for pensions oh. over there. I mean, this whole thing is insane. Well, we're already we have a we have a mayoral candidate, an open socialist. You know, Chicago and these Democrat sewers are the only place where a, where a moron can run for office and tout the philosophy that this country has wasted. And I say wasted a million of their bravest men's lives fighting the ideology abroad. It, it gets elected in these sewers of corruption and uh, he's running and he just proposed. This is funny, but it's it's no dumber than what Joe Biden just did. We're going to pay welfare and benefits that Americans get to all illegal aliens as Chicago has been declared a sanctuary city. And it should be run that way. So regardless of immigration status, you're going to get everything everybody else gets. And he's in the lead. His name is Brandon Johnson, and you should see this idiot. And I hope he wins, because these people finally should get what's coming to them. But the idea that you can take our hard-earned tax dollars and bail out a country that is riddled in corruption long before Root and Toot and Putin decided to go in, how is this legal? Well, I mean, I guess in a certain sense, we probably shouldn't be surprised, because as you just pointed out, the same party that's doing this has been advocating giving welfare benefits to people who aren't Americans that are in our country. So what's the difference if they're not Americans here or they're not Americans abroad? What's the palette in, I mean, is Washington DC like Chicago? Is it just, they just gave up on, on, on true principles and they're just trying to all get a job at one of these mafia run places is what's Washington DC. I mean, K street even has to be nervous or have they never been more secure because the only way you can survive in a Soviet America is to bribe these bastards. What is the climate in Washington? I've always been curious about that. Oh, goodness. Uh, Washington, you know, I used to think Washington was full of evil people. And then someone probably much wiser than I am said to me, you know what, EJ, it's not a city full of evil people. It's a city full of weak people. And I said, what on earth is the difference? And he said, the difference is the weak people are just trying to get theirs. They don't intend to hurt anybody, but they have no problems doing so. So it's like and, McCormick and again, Place. That might, that might be a distinction without a difference. Yeah. But it, it is certainly the case that the city is full of weak people. And it's when you get a strong personality in there, someone like Trump, who for all his faults was able to whip a lot of the establishment yeah. into line. 
What is the the climate? What are people saying about the Keystone military? How ridiculous and stupid they look as they use a $500,000 missile, one that they missed. Is anybody concerned where that went? I I mean, there's a Mountie somewhere with a rocket in his ass. In the meantime, uh, you you blew up a $12 balloon. I mean, does anybody talking about how stupid our military looks? No, no, no one's no one's talking about it because I mean, really, again, why why should we be surprised at these people though? Because they're the same ones who have depleted our military. We only have a few weeks worth of ammunition if we actually get into an armed conflict. Why? The because joke. we send it all to Ukraine. I mean, what a goodness. joke! You missed six trillion dollars. The Pentagon loses six trillion dollars between Rumsfeld and this current moron, and we're running out of ammo. And the reality is, uh, North Korea's got. Some ammo. In fact, they're firing rockets again. Is anybody talking about that? No. Once, once again, no. I mean, you you will find a literally a handful of conservatives in Congress who are genuinely concerned with this. But outside of them, it doesn't matter if you have an R or a D after your name. Which just goes to show you once again, as always, these things are about policy and not politics. You know, um, China owns four hundred thousand agricultural acres. Boy, this fries me. This absolutely fries me. Not only do they own congressmen and senators and K Street, they own 4,000 agricultural acres. Yet, they've been in cahoots with the short-in-the-pants Irish Daily family for generations. Has there ever been an audit on how much big city, Democrat-run sewer buildings and luxury condos the Chinese Communist Party or assets of the Chinese Communist Party, I don't mean the Biden family, own real estate in this country? And is there any talk against not allowing communist countries to buy real estate in our country? Is anybody even discussing this? Oh, I, I think we'll get an audit uh, of, of, you know, who owns uh, or who, who is benefiting from this Chinese ownership about the same time. We'll get that audit of the Federal Reserve that we want so badly. Oh, you know, very, very few people are talking about it. Very few people are, are paying attention. And I mean, it really is scary when you think about the fact that we are food independent in this nation, and China is threatening that right now. And do we? Are, how is it? No one is concerned about the fact that our number one adversary. No, sorry, it's not Russia. How is it that no one seems to be concerned about the fact that our number one adversary is going to subvert one of the key things that helps keep us independent? I tell you, it's just a, it's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable list of failures. How are you going to get a hold of it if you can't get a hold of the most simple, basic costs? What is the cost of having this illegal alien invasion of our southern border? Has there ever been a dollar amount as you see sanctuary cities like the sewer, once great city of of Chicago, um, feed, clothe, house? They're putting them up in hotels. Do we have data on how much it costs for the Joe Biden illegal alien invasion? So going back years ago, I mean, before Trump was even president, it was costing this nation $100 billion a year, which is one of the reasons why when he asked for a few billion dollars to build the wall and they said it would cost too much, it made absolutely no sense because it literally cost, it cost more to not deal with the problem. But that, again, that was before the massive flood that Biden has caused coming across the border That was before so many of these far left governors decided to extend all these these welfare benefits, for example, to illegal immigrants. You know, one of the things that amazes me, it was a Democrat, not a Republican, 
who signed welfare reform Bill in Clinton. the 90s. That was Bill Clinton, exactly. Yeah. And, and people don't realize half of the savings of that welfare reform, half of it came from simply saying to illegal, or excuse me, from all immigrants, legal or illegal, you are not allowed to receive welfare. You can't just come here and immediately get on the dole. That accounted for half of the savings. You know, he's the only president that not only signed welfare reform, he's the only one that had an affair. He's the only American citizen, and everybody agreed with it. Go ahead, brother. Everybody understood that. But in the meantime, I don't understand this new current flock of Democrats. I don't understand the complacency. I don't understand the lack of description. This is an intended implosion of our economic system because in the Reconstruction, the fascism and collectivism will be at the forefront after all we're used to it. We have bipartisan fascism, and we have an an inability to articulate the problem. And until we get smarter... We're just going to be a short bus nation that gave away its freedom like every other former empire. And I'm just hoping our new Chinese overlords will at least start to give us big portions because every time I eat it, I'm hungry in 15 minutes. But it's kind of like reading your articles. I'm always hungry. Now, you got a couple new coming out. When do they drop? Week. Wait, I lost you. It's the NSA jamming our our signal. What would you say? So I should have a couple more that come out this week for you. All right, wonderful. Will you send me an advanced copy for God's sakes? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you got it. Come, EJ and Tony. But, but don't tell anyone we're doing this, okay? You got it. EJ and Tony, I look forward to uh, you know fighting over bread with you in the camps. Thank you very much. You got it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky utilities shut Ohio River intake. Two chemicals detected upstream. This is directly a result of the accident in East Palestine. Palestine, whatever. Heads should roll. This isn't just bad. And the idea that the EPA went out there, the government entities not only lit this thing on fire, the morons that they are, but then had the audacity to pretend everything's okay. I want the governors removed. I want everybody who was on site to lose their job, lose their pension, and people should go to prison for this. It's catastrophic. This is catastrophic. Morons. What do you expect from Democrats? Elmwood Fred. Hey, Sean, it's Elwood Fred, but that's okay, and I want to thank you for all you do, and uh, thank you for taking my call. So uh, I'd like a Trump-Pompeo ticket, to be honest with you, but the reason I called is I think the only way we're going to take our nation back is with the the vote that we have, we the people. And in order to to let the vote have some integrity, we need a real ID when we go vote, proof of residency in the precinct, and show them that. It should be as hard get a, to vote as it is to get on a plane. What do you think of that? That's the real ID. Yeah, right. if you want, if, if yeah, and then I think you should get a stamp on your hand, like when you go to the casino, ultraviolet, you voted or you didn't vote already. You know what re- would it, really it, turn the things around? If you had to pass a constitution test to vote. Can you imagine? Oh, well, it's, a George, yes, it's a poll tax. It's a poll tax. Because what happens in a democracy is the short bus morons destroy the country. Just take a look around. And yeah, and that's what's happening. And, and if they're not willing to do this, well, then forget your vote. But here, 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 here's the key, Sean, what I think. The ballot should be as simple as 
the little fill in the circle, maybe there's one through 25, it goes into a simple counter that's only plugged into the wall outlet. It gives you one got so many votes, five got, and then each number is related to the candidate, and that's, and, and that's who won. Then the precinct, well, I'll take tell you pictures what. of it. Before we do that, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forwards. What do you think of this? And I'm serious. I am too. There are trillions of dollars that are traded minute to minute, specific to specific. They don't lose a penny. Do you know how they do it? Through a technology called blockchain. The way that you you can access it is through your fingerprint that is held on your device, not a central server, but your device. I'd more I'd be more interested in exploring that technology so that it's always there for me to be edited in real time, audited, excuse me, audited in real time. And I could say, oh, I see, I see Elwood Fred. Elwood Fred voted, and he voted for whatever, Republican or Democrat. We don't have to get too specific. But I want to see that, and I want you to audit your vote. But in the meantime, we have a system that burns ballots and has an electrical agreement that nobody can audit, and the machines can be hacked. Yep, you know, I thought that about that, too, with the real ID. Going backwards, do you remember when you were in, and see, you got to remember, I'm from Melrose Park. Who counts those? The Guido Sarducci's. Oh, I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy voted for you. Yeah, here he is. They, you, know, yeah, you, get the, yeah. you, get the, you get the alderman or the councilman with 4,600 votes. I don't want that anymore. I want it automated. I want it electronic. I want it fingerprinted. And by the way, I think the people who vote should be able to read. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hey, Sean, but yeah. what, do you, uh, what do you think? What do you think about the, the just have this simple counter where you fill in the circle? It goes into a simple counter. You can only have it in states that already have voter integrity laws in place, like Florida, for instance. You can't vote. You can't vote early. You can't get a ballot. You have to have an ID. So they, they solve the it, problem. It, you know, here's it should the be thing. nationwide. You can't beat these scumbags because they're we in key areas. No, but here's the thing. They're in key areas, and they got the voter theft. And there is the, the media is squashing the information about Shaka Khan in uh, California. I think it's Siri Khan or whatever, but we're going to call him Shaka Khan for now. In the well, meantime, if we don't do this, the commies are going to get us. They already did, brother. And now they're running the country. Yeah. Eh, thank you very much. Sorry. Hate to break it to you, but I'll never lie to you. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I've been watching the delinquencies and the defaults on credit cards, car loans, and mortgages Ooh. since November. I know. And, and, and you know, the, the difference between this and 08 is going to be there's not going to be any secondary market in home flippers because the interest rates are too high. So what are they going to do with all this real estate? Who's who's going to have it? Well, it's that's that's the way that um, Elizabeth Warren and her husband they made like seven million flipping houses <laughs> after. Did you know that? That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. freaking love yeah. that. But the other thing is, I think they will be flippers, but they will be Wall Street flippers. They're already positioning themselves. They're already in the real estate market. There's been a wiggle, whether you look at these big Internet uh, companies that were buying real estate, sight unseen, they were investing. You know, I could mention them, but I don't want to do that. But you know who they are, the big retail guy, or, you know, they're, they're Internet real estate companies. Yep. And they're, they're, they've been taking the cigar for the last year, and nobody's talking about it. When these guys go through their books, you're going to see a big problem. And it'll be in the same areas. It'll be in the Democrat sewers Versus the good areas where people have an IQ over 60. It's the same thing. Or are they going to look for a bailout? Well, of course. Why wouldn't they? That's the precedent. That's the problem when you bail out. Why shouldn't they get it? You gave it to them the first time. Remember remember George W. Bush? I have to break the rules to save him. Stupid son of a dog that he is. Thank you very much. Well, the good news is sooner or later, they're all. And can I have a Jimmy Carter update? 
Is he still with us, or is he with Madeleine Albright deciding how to meet uh, people at the glory hole in hell? He is still here. All right. He's still here. Let's hear a little bit of the wisdom that is, will be touted as one of the best presidents ever because there's a Democrat who is worse than him. Many of these proposals will be unpopular. Some will cause you to put up with inconveniences and to make sacrifices. Sound familiar? The most important thing about these proposals is that the alternative may be a national catastrophe. Or, or it could be what the alternative always is. Freedom and liberty and capitalism. But see, that's not what they sell. They sell horror and despotism. And just hang on, things will get better. And by the way, they fail at every turn. Further delay can affect our strength and our power as a nation. Our decision about energy will test the character of the American people and the ability of the president and the Congress to govern this nation. This difficult... You stupid lying rat. Oh, God. He's great. Great president. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? Another great show. Oh, thank you, brother. Having the time of my life, baby. And I got to make fun of this rat bastard who nearly destroyed my country in the 70s, and now he's going to be painted as a humanitarian. And how do you quantify the economic destruction, the businesses, the bankruptcies? And now we're going to hear how great he was. Please. Right. Yeah. What I wanted to say is your last guest answered uh, a lot of the questions I had about Biden and his administration. What I don't understand is, he goes to Ukraine and he uh, and he tells uh, Zelensky that uh, he's going to give them whatever help they need, yeah, uh, no matter how long it takes, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then give, then then gives him a half a billion dollars. Yeah, well, but, that's what but, he does. Yeah, he doesn't have anything planned to go to Ohio to help those people. Oh, he already got them. the money from the railroad. The people in Ohio who are yeah, suffering seventy percent of them are Demo- are are Republicans. He doesn't give a rip about you. I know, but what I'm saying is, you don't go there. And and tell them that he's going to help them as as long as they need it. No. And this is what the American people have to remember. Are you offended about at that, or are Democrats you also offended? At, well, how about the border integrity? You're worried about rooting Tootin' Putin going into a civil war torn country versus what's happening with the Sinaloa cartel right here in ours. See, this is what it is. Exactly. It's a distraction and a bribery because Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are traitors to the principles of Americanism. They're not assets for it. They're not advocates for it. What what do you think is the basis for their calling for your impeachment? Do you think you've done anything wrong? No, I don't. I think it is a um, a disagreement over policy. A disagreement over policy. Listen, you stupid, bald moron. Two million people that we know of. The cartels are advertising. Now, I know there's been a lot of questions about FEMA and calling in. Oh, I grabbed the wrong one. That's divine. All right, we'll get to that when I get back after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Do you believe in life? Am I the only one that wants Mongolian beef? George likes his chicken spice. Mongolian chicken is a bad we have a student who came to America with a coyote, with, with coyote, which is a group that helps people. This group gives you a time frame to make a payment of $5,000 to those who bring them into the states. Our student needs our urgent support to raise another $2,000 to meet his goal of $5,000 by February 1st, 2023. Sheriff, is this helpful? Is that, I'm sorry, sir. Is this helpful to have faculty raising money to pay a Mexican cartel? 
It's awesome is what it is. Wallow in Democrat corruption and failure. If House Republicans go ahead, you could be the first cabinet secretary to be impeached since 1876. I guess my response is twofold. Uh, Number one, I'm not going to resign. There's a tremendous amount of work to do. You're a traitor. You don't have the character or the dignity or the wherewithal or the competency to be ashamed. You're a traitor. And we are doing it, and I'm incredibly proud to do it. Yay! You're like a Chicago Democrat. You're proud, like the socialist scum who's running for mayor, and I hope he wins. I do. Alongside and in in support of 260,000 extraordinary personnel. Yay! Yes, yes. I remember the Democrats, though. I remember them. All Americans... Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. Not all of them. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Nobody blames you. He means Hillary. By the way, the one thing about Jimmy Carter, too, Bill Clinton beat him. It was Amy that was arguably the most repulsive of the kids until uh, Chelsea, who is the puggle of women. Jim Rogers Park, you got about 30 seconds. All right, 30 seconds. I don't want to be a stool pigeon, Sean, but your lefties are probably listening. I don't Don't care. they got a nuclear sub named after uh, Jimmy Carter? Are they going to make them rescind that? Boy, I wish I had Homer Simpson saying nuclear. I don't. In the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. There you go, you stupid son of a dog. Short bus Democrats to the rescue. We're lucky it's only this bad. I'll be back tomorrow, and I'll be in tan in Florida. Can't wait. Stay safe. Serpentine if you're in the sewer of Chicago. See you tomorrow. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.